The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. Today's episode, we will broadcast the monologue that I did when I went to Montana. So, bear with me here. The entire podcast will be basically uh, my live rant from when I did the Montana Marathon. Uh, it was actually called the Madison Marathon on July 22nd and also my thoughts on state number 35, Montana. Uh, so just giving you a heads up, pre-recorded, but you know, if you hear the word live in there, it's because, well, at the time I was recording live and it is my two cents on that, that uh, marathon. So hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, we'll play that right now. So give me a few seconds. Hello everyone, welcome to this new episode. I am the Mexican broadcasting live from Montana, Idaho, Utah, as I drive back from the Madison Marathon that I did in Enos, Montana, aka Middle Nowhere. As you remember, Mexi had a six-week hiatus from uh, running marathons due to unforeseen circumstances, like my flight getting canceled and having to postpone Idaho and Wyoming to the following year, having me basically shuffle my entire schedule. Then Samantha gets rear-ended and that's a 500 bucks deductible. So basically things were tight and I couldn't go to New Mexico over July 4th weekend. Needless to say, after the home games, well, I basically had the option of either doing Montana on July 9th or July 22nd. It was either going to be the Missoula Marathon or Madison Marathon. Now, I opted for Madison Marathon because Enos, Montana is only a five-hour drive from Salt Lake City as opposed to Missoula, which would have been a a seven-and-a-half-hour drive uh, either from Salt Lake City or Seattle, which either way, you know... Seattle would have been a more expensive ticket and then drive backwards. 
uh, Salt Lake City would have probably worked, but I opted to play the home games against Baltimore and Chicago. Therefore, Madison Marathon was the option. Well, basically, that weekend was the option. Um, it turns out that this uh, marathon is run by a guy named Sam. Um, he's an older guy. He's, he's a decent, decent dude. Uh, I met him and I exchanged emails because I had questions about uh, his races because the, the websites weren't very forthcoming. Um, he runs basically the great... Um, the Great Adventure uh, Running Series. Uh, it's a it's a series of marathons and triathlons in Montana uh, over the course of the year. Um, and if you do more than one, you get special, you know, medals. So the, the weekend of the twenty second and the twenty third, he actually hosts two marathons: the Madison Marathon in Enos and the Big Sky Marathon, also in Enos. Well, basically, you drive to Enos on either day, or if you want to do both and go for the double, you can. But you drive to Enos, and then basically, they shuttle you up the mountain to do these races. Now, they're two separate courses, but it's on the same road path through the mountain, like all over the mountain. And it's dirt roads, so there's gravel. So it's basically like a trail marathon. Either one. I did not know that going in. I guess I should have done more research. But I asked questions mainly on logistics on how to pick up the packet, where to park the car, do the buses take you up there? Yes, okay. Well, initially I wanted to do the big sky because I would have left Friday night, landed the morning of the 22nd, had plenty of time to drive up, and then do the marathon and then come back Sunday night. But I forgot that obviously Gotham Soccer League has to have its field manager on Sunday night. And my boss wanted me to be there. So basically I had to do Madison River. I mean, that that one had to be the one. Um, so I booked my ticket, flew out July 21st. So that Friday after work. Well, I actually took a couple hours off work again. Unpaid, average over 10 hours of overtime, no big deal. It's the key, guys. You got to work, put in the hours, and then you can take all the unpaid time off you want. Anyways, so left at 4, took an Uber to the airport. Um, left Samantha at work, but my parents basically picked up Samantha with the spare key. So then... Um, Flew to Minnesota. Well, initially I was going to go to Atlanta and land in Salt Lake City at 11.50. But apparently my rental car option with Enterprise, they don't open past midnight. And I didn't know that. And on top of that, I was talking to the race director, Sam, and he was like, well, the buses leave at 5.30. And the race starts at, you know, we get up there at 7.30, the race starts at 8.30. I'm like, why do we have to be there three hours ahead? Does it really take that long to go up the mountain? And he was like, yeah. I'm like... Bullshit. Alright, whatever. So I had to readjust my flight. Luckily, Delta was able to do it for free. Um, tried charging me. And I'm like, um, if you're going to cancel my flight, you better reimburse me that. And not and charge me the difference. Not the brand new flight. Get the fuck out of here. It was like, well, for this one exception, we'll do it for free. Do you have proof that you have to be there at a specific time? Yeah. You're on the race director's name? Number? 
email address? You want the race details? Look it up online. So he did. Been a note. Alright, well now, basically, it got switched to Columbus, Minnesota, well, Minneapolis, and Minneapolis, Salt Lake City, landing at 9.30. Plenty of time to get to Enos with the rental car. So I actually tried booking it through Enterprise, but I, I guess, you know, it wasn't as cheap as before. So I had to go through some place called Dollar. Alright, whatever. It was going to be 25 bucks for the day. No big deal. I, I land in, in Minneapolis. I have about 30 minutes to go to the other gate. So I'm hauling ass, get there with plenty of time to spare, land in Salt Lake City on time, go to the dollar rental rental car place, and they're like, oh, we don't take debit card. Okay. Um, I don't see why not. Well, we do, but we have to charge a higher deposit. It's $350. i am like, are you fucking kidding me? And we also ran a credit card, uh, uh, credit check. I'm like, um, okay. All right. Well, let's get ball rolling here. What's going on? Do credit checks like, um, I'm sorry, sir, but we can't uh, do your reservation with the debit card because of your credit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, this was not explained on your website. Uh, it is on our website. Yeah, guess what? I go through Dental, uh, Delta. I don't go through your actual dollar website. I never even heard of you guys prior to it being on the Delta website. And guess what? It only says asterisks. The amount could be subject to change based on the prices. So if you weren't going to charge me 50 then at least let me know but don't give me this bullshit well I'm sorry maybe you want to try something else so I went back to Enterprise and I told them hey you fuckers cancelled it because you guys weren't open I need a car I know you guys take debit card because I've used you guys before oh yes uh, no big deal 170 I'm like fuck for two days get the fuck out of here well that includes the deposit to 20% I'm like alright whatever Give me the fucking car. So I get the car to Malibu. All right, perfect. So I drive out there. It, it is now like close to 10.30 after this debacle. So I'm driving to Enos, and you basically take I've, uh, Interstate 15 straight north to Idaho Falls. Once you get to Idaho Falls, you go a little bit right on US 20 through Yellowstone Park um, and, and that area of... Uh, Idaho, and then get to Montana, and then Enos. Now, the direction said, park the car to school behind the Exxon in Enos. And I'm thinking, okay, you want me to find a fucking Exxon next to a school? It doesn't even say the school name. When I get there, I'm like, oh, your town is so tiny that the Exxon is basically the only thing in the town. Oh, and it's at the middle of the, you know, this little T intersection between... Highway 287, which is what I was on, and basically a highway that takes you to the freeway to go to Elena and Billings, Montana. Great. Park the car. They take us on the on these school buses to go up. Now, mind you, well, Mexi, did you sleep? I'm like, um, no. I tried sleeping on the plane from Minneapolis to Salt Lake City. I got about 40 minutes of sleep there. Um, then. I, as I was driving, I stopped at a rest area to basically sleep about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, and then drove the rest of the way. It was like I was 10 miles out at that rest area. Um, then got there, then tried to sleep on the school bus on the way up to the mountain, you know, two hours up the mountain. Well, 
because it's gravel fucking road and dirt road, the school bus goes super slow and it's very bumpy. So needless to say, I couldn't really sleep on the bus. And on top of that, there was a sign that said, beware of bears. I'm like, um, yeah, that's not a good thing. And then apparently I was talking to the other runners like, oh, you, you got to watch out also for the shepherd, the, the sheepdogs. What? Yeah, they pop out of nowhere and they if you run, they'll chase you because they want to hurt you. You got to stop and let them sniff you and, and just say, go get the sheep. What? Really? Dogs. 100 pound dogs are going to chase me. Get the fuck out of here. Now I have to worry about dogs and bears. Great. So I get there. Um, obviously, I got my race packet. The swag was just some t-shirt. Great. Then, um, so the race is like a double loop. Uh, they took us up to Black Meadows, which is this campsite. And I finally realized, because they wanted us to park there with a permit. And I'm like, you wanted us to go up there and take my car, my runner car, through the shitty gravel road? Fuck no. I'm not getting my car dirty. And parking it up there. I mean, mind you, it would have been convenient, but I would still have to drive the car back out. Might as well take the bus. Fuck that. Um, and so, at Black Meadows, that was supposed to be the finish line. And so, we still had to go 13 miles up the mountain again to the start. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So, we run to Black Meadows campsite. But the marathoners keep going about five or six more miles out to mile post 19 and then come back and then finish. Like, okay, well, all right. And then they're like, yeah, this is pretty hilly. I'm like, are you serious? It's supposed to be downhill. No, 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 that's Big Sky. That's tomorrow. That's the route we came up. On the bus? Like, yeah. That wasn't that downhill. There was some uphill there. Yeah, but, you know, it's still mostly downhill. I'm like, I hate it when people say, our marathon's downhill when it's not. So apparently, the marathon I was signed up for was up and down, up and down, up and down, change of elevation at every turn. Um, and as the bus drove there, these inclines were no joke. And I'm like, oh, this is just going to be great. Just great. Great. We start off, um, my good buddy, Jim Diego from, uh, the Marathon Maniacs sang the national anthem. He's actually going for titanium. Uh, what I, what I already accomplished. He, um, he did this race. He finished and then he's got Australia next week or the week after and that should be the 30 in a year each one different state country whatever so if I don't see you Jim congratulations um hopefully you finish today because I was back on the bus coming back before you were done um but anyways yeah we start the race not even 20 yards into the race first incline oh my fucking god like Needless to say, I basically walked almost every incline because they were that steep. And I'm thinking the whole time, like, this is going to be a terrible time. Oh, my God. But every downhill, I was able to sprint and go fast. But because it is gravel and dirt, one, I'm getting messy. Two, I got to watch where I put my feet, especially with my heel pads and my Baxter's nerve impingement. I got to watch so it doesn't bother my heel. So I'm constantly looking down and uh, trying to speed walk up these fucking inclines. And then the second half of the course is, oh my God, it's equally bad. The first three miles were straight uphill. Uh, I finished with like, a, I think my time was five, five twelve, maybe five oh five oh eight. I'm not sure. Again, 
apparently, this is the best race in Montana. But we can't afford timing chips on our bibs. And Sam was writing down the times. So I don't know what my time is. He'll obviously post it. He gave out awards before we took the bus back. I tried sleeping on the bus, which I was able to sort of manage. But the bus was even bumpier. And I was getting pissed with that fucking bitch of a, of a, of a driver. I swear... If I had gone concussed, hitting the window with my head every fucking time she couldn't fucking drive, I would call KR myself and do a personal injury suit. Fucking dumbass. God. Anyways, so now we are, here we are, driving back to Salt Lake City. Um, because of the rental car in- issue and I had to pay more, and because of the whole two hours to get up the mountain and two hours to get back down the mountain. Well, I left Enos at around 5. I'm currently driving back to Salt Lake City. It's about a five-hour drive. I already went. I already exited Montana. I'm currently going through Idaho. I'm already down the mountain, so I went out of Yellowstone Park. Now I'm just waiting to get on the freeway out of Idaho Falls to get back to Salt Lake City and to the airport, actually, because I'll probably get there around 10-ish. And I have to turn in the rental car because, you know, I'm there's no point in me keeping it longer. And I'm probably just going to use the Delta Lounge to shower and get ready because the flight leaves at like 4 in the morning. So, I mean, there's no point in me doing anything for five fucking hours. I already checked in online. I'm good. Oh, so Mexi, what did you think about Montana? Uh, there's reasons why I don't like these states. And every time, it just I'm just proven right. Now, everybody knows I'm more of a city person. And for those who don't know, my mom, Maria, a.k.a. Chacha, is from Chihuahua. The city Chihuahua, which is the capital city of the state of Chihuahua. Biggest state in Mexico. Um, one of the northern states that's bordered with Texas. If you go straight north from Chihuahua, the city, you hit Ciudad uh, Juarez, which is border of El Paso. So it kind of hits the arm of, of Texas. But any, anyways, when I was a kid, I hated going to Chihuahua longer than going to Mexico City because Mexico City was the biggest city. There was more shit to do. Chihuahua was like nothing to do. Oh, watch TV. Great. Oh, let's go do bullshit activities outdoors. Ooh, let's go to the Barranca del Cobre. To these mountains, copper mountains. Great. Ooh, 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 let me sweat my ass off and get bit by scorpions. I'm not an outdoorsy kind of person. I don't mind going outdoors, playing sports, hiking. I'm okay with that. As long as we plan ahead and I can know that I'm getting dirty. I've said it before, I don't like doing trail marathons. I don't want to do trail marathons anymore. I probably should have... Um, I probably should have scouted the course better. Because, yeah, I probably would have not picked this marathon. But, hey, I finished. I got my medal. Uh, but the moment I got... Okay, so Idaho's... Idaho's bad... But it's not like it's it's how do I put this nicely? 
So Idaho is worse than Utah. But then at the same time, Idaho, I mean, it's got some flat parts. It's got apparently potatoes. Ooh, there's a potato museum. Great. But aside from that, yeah, it's got part of Yellowstone. It's got some na national parks. Ooh. But other than that, there's really nothing in Idaho. I mean, mind you, I've only been to the, I guess, the eastern part of Idaho. I haven't been to Boise. I haven't been up that little stretch that cuts Montana and Washington in, into. Um, but Montana, on the other hand, oh, wow, there's, like, nothing there. Like, it reminded me of every time we went to Chihuahua and drove to my gran my grandma's rancho ranch in the middle of fucking nowhere and there was mountains everywhere and you got there and there's like ranches on each on, on either side of the road there's dirt roads there's nobody there it's like the wild wild west yeah that's montana the old cow cowboys and hicks there's kids driving atvs um everybody has a truck or cowboy hat um the marathon was on dirt roads. Yeah. Mind you, also not well prepared because according to the guidelines, there were supposed to be goose, Gatorade, and water at every station every three miles. There was only Gatorade and water. So the altitude, again, affected me going up and down, up and down, up and down. I took enough goose thinking, oh, they had some there because obviously I can't carry... 10 goose because then they get confiscated at the fucking airport so I took five but I went through them in the first half of the race I was out of food luckily at mile 13 they had some granola bars but still like when I finished the race I was dehydrated and the altitude was messing with me like I was getting sick just like when I did Mexico City and so I'm like oh my god and I gotta wait two hours for the fucking bus to go all the way down the mountain to get my shit out of the car but Luckily now I'm okay I drank I've, I've learned that carbonation Is the key And eating right away So that you don't feel bad um, And it's also You know Like When I did Denver And Salt Lake City I made sure I stayed well hydrated And Fed During the marathons So altitude did not affect me at all On either one of those races uh, This Well I mean I probably should have brought more food But it was, you know, an in and out thing I was tired, lack of sleep And, you know, obviously There's no, there was no goose at the fucking tables That's, that's on the race uh, I wasn't a big fan of that But yeah, every, everything in Montana Basically reminded me of, like, visiting Chihuahua Like, even the pictures I took of uh, The cliffs and the mountains, like Kind of the same kind of stuff I would see when I would go to Chihuahua uh, my mom would definitely love moving to Montana. Guarantee you that. Uh, a bunch of farmlands. Uh, the Madison River is actually kind of nice. There's a lake called Henry's Lake. Uh, but yeah. Oh, she'd love it. <laughs> but as a city person, I do not need to go back to Montana. Yeah, that's my take on it. In, out, done. The metal itself, ugh. It's kind of ugly It's black It's got a wolf on it And it basically says Oh That's what it's called The Greater Yellowstone Adventure Series Officially 
2017. It even says, these ain't no pansy-ass city races. Which is true. Now, I will give you this. I've done 57 races. This was 57, my 57th marathon. 60th if you count ultras. 35th state. By far the hardest and toughest course I've ran and finished. The previous tough was Missouri when I did the Columbia Marathon. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's called actually something else. Something to do with America. I forget what it's called. But anyways, it's Columbia, Missouri, uh, where University of Mizzou is. Um, that one you run down the, to the Missouri River, and then the last 14 miles is straight uphill. Ridiculous. I was the last finisher to get a medal that day. That was right. That was a week after I did Mexico City. Um, so yeah, that was my previous hardest. Before that, it was Pittsburgh. So, but this definitely is was way harder. The hills, because you're going up and down, up and down, and it's like the incline is insane. You have to walk uphill, and you have to watch where you're running to go downhill. There was a guy from England. Uh, his name was Roger. Uh, mile 25 on the way down, like it was from 23 to 26, was straight downhill. Uh, coming back, he was going too fast, tripped, and basically busted his head. They had to bring him on on the on the van, and he it looked like somebody took a rifle and shot him in the head, like on the side. That's how badly he he was fucked. And then I'm pretty sure he didn't finish. I would have asked somebody to carry me through the finish line because, I mean, you were mile 25. I mean, what the fuck? But, yeah. So, you got to watch where you're going. And since the incline's high, you're going up and down the mountains, the altitude changes. So, you, you start at 9,000 feet, but then you drop down to 7,000, back up to 9, drop back down to 5, and so forth. So, the altitude gets you. And it's, it was hot as balls outside. It was 95 degrees. I got sunburn on the side of my head because, of course, that was the one part I didn't put sunscreen. Everything else was fine. I got the, the mark of the sunglasses there. But anyways, uh, yeah, definitely by far the toughest course. The guy's like, thank you. Oh, yeah, Sam thanked me for saying that. I'm like, yeah. Oh, thank you, you know. And then some other guy was like, yeah, I've done 205 races, marathons, and this is the hardest. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. And I've only done 57, and I can tell you that. So needless to say, I will not be going back to Montana to do another marathon because it's unnecessary. It's one of those states that you just in, out, no big deal. People are like, oh, well, you should have, you know, visited Yellowstone and blah, 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 blah. Yes, great. You know, maybe one day when I have more time or when I do Wyoming and Idaho next year, I could take the week and fucking go visit the park itself and, you know, maybe bring someone and have fun. But guess what? The Idaho-Wyoming races are on Bear Lake, which is not too close to Yellowstone. Aww. Plus, I don't like bears. Uh, Queenie was messaging me and she was like, oh, you don't, you don't like fluffy bears? I'm like, uh... Ain't so fluffy when they're about to eat your ass. And if they're tiny bears, yeah, I'm running because mama's close behind. But luckily there was no bears and no no dogs on the course. 
However, I did hear, even though I had headphones on, I did hear some rattlesnakes. So some rattling going on in the in the bushes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna stick to the middle. Yeah. But anyways, uh, driving back, uh, I gotta get the Delta Lounge and shower. Uh, cor- currently, I got to Idaho Falls, so now I'm going back to Salt Lake City. Uh, it's about another. Well, it said five hours and 15 minutes, but it's only 7.24 local time. We're mountain time over here, two hours back. And I'm already at Idaho Falls, so I don't see how it's going to be three more hours. But, hey, whatever. Uh, I, I was I was driving kind of fast now that I could actually see. Because on the way there, I was driving fast, but I had the, the high beams on. And I couldn't see, you know, stuff around me. On the way back, now I can see and for some reason, Idaho has the freeway shut down past Idaho Falls. And they're doing construction on the freeway, keeping it one lane on, on one side. On, the, on you know, one, one lane going north, one going south on one side of the freeway. The other side's closed. I don't know why they have cones. They're not, con- they're not building anything or fixing anything. It just has a bunch of cones and it says road closed. Great, Idaho. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to build. But yeah, I remember that on the way up. It's like all throughout the freeway from Salt Lake City to once you get to Idaho, from the border to Idaho Falls, they kept doing this bullshit. But hey, whatever, I don't. Whatevs. Um, But yeah, Bear Lake, Wyoming, Idaho next year, that's an altitude also. So it's actually more, it's where all three states touch. Bear Lake, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho. But anyways, uh... Montana's out of the way. Next up is Alaska. So I got to plan accordingly. Uh, hopefully August 20th. Um, I will be flying there to get that one out of the way. That's another one that... I mean, I would love to take... And also an Ashley this because she was like, Oh, I'm so jealous of going to Montana. Again, she says all the time. I'm like, you could come with. But you choose not to. Anyways. So I'm so jealous of going to Montana. I'm like, yeah. I have no problem going to Montana for a week if need be with you. Me by myself to do run a marathon, in, out, done. Same thing with Alaska. Oh, I'm so jealous. I want to take an Alaskan cruise. Yes, I would love to take a cruise to Alaska. Maybe spend a week in Alaska, go to different parts of Alaska, you know, glaciers, uh, sea lions, whale watching, uh, Atu, whatever. Glance at Russia and Japan. Hey, guys, what's up? Yeah, I would love to do that. But guess what? I don't have the vacation time this year. So if anybody wants to take a trip with me and do an Alaska Alaskan cruise, that's fine and dandy. But as far as marathon marathons go, it is flying in, running the race, flying out. Not using any time off. It, worst case scenario, a few hours or a day of, PT, of uh, unpaid time off because the wedding's coming up, which I also got to plan my flight for Unrug's wedding to Eglantine. Uh, which reminds me, the X Special 3 will be coming soon. Uh, we got some good episodes coming up. So, we're done with this. Montana's done. It's out of the way. The Treasure State. I don't know why it's called the fucking Treasure State. Should be called Chihuahua, USA. But anyways, uh, pictures will be online on Facebook. I may have to tweak the uh, description and the title. Um, so, stay tuned. But I'll have time to do that at the Delta Lounge when I get there. Anyways, so... Uh, Montana's done. Uh, next up, Alaska. 
Uh, and we have good episodes coming up. Uh, the 100th episode, which will go through uh, Mexi's greatest hits so far on the podcast. Which episodes were popular? Who loved what? Which was which episodes were the most listened to? And uh, you know, on the anniversary, uh, which would be episode one hundred four, it is coming up. Uh, Crazy X Stories three. We got some good material for that. Um, also, I would just like to throw out there that people who want to do stuff should really back up what they say. Okay, because I'm still waiting on Footy's Fab Five that we haven't done because he keeps being busy and never answers back. So, yeah. Until then, we're probably going to have to postpone the Fab Five because he needs to get his shit together. Not the first time Footy promises something and doesn't deliver. But hey, that's how it goes. But, you know, if it is something that will happen... You know, as as I always say, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. And that is how we're going to end from now on every episode. We're going to sign off with a catchphrase. My catchphrase, my motto, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. It answers all life's problems. It's kind of like the great ones that have their catchphrases. And that's the way the cookie crumble. If you smell what the rock is cooking, the best there is, the best there was, the best there will be. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. You know, you get what I'm you get what I'm saying. So, adios. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Again, as always, we're on iTunes, on SoundCloud, Super Mex, Mexi Mind Matters. Google that shit. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Super Asshole Mex, Facebook at Ferrari AK the Mexican, Snapchat Super Mex, YouTube Super Mex. I'm actually going to put up a video that highlights uh, something that you know. The Jackaroos like to bring up about me power walking when I run a marathon. That will be up on YouTube uh, shortly to kind of go with this uh, Montana marathon. Uh, so check that out, Super Max channel. And uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, feel free to message me. Until then, as you know, where there's a Mexican, there's a way.